Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, this might be an experience you've had in your place of work. You go to the office kitchen to find the sink overflowing with filthy cups. There might even be moss growing in there, yet the dishwasher located right beside the sink is completely empty. It's like working with a load of teenagers. For legal reasons, I have to stress out that this is a fictional scenario and isn't in any way, shape or form a description of what happens in the kitchen in Newstalk. But for all of us, a bit of work kitchen etiquette wouldn't go amiss. Caroline Reedy is Managing Director of the HR Suite. Afternoon, Caroline. Good afternoon, Sean. People are pigs, aren't they, Caroline? That's basically it. Well, I think the moss is probably a stretch, but I think for <laughs> most of it. the other descriptor, um, you definitely do notice how sometimes the sink is actually where everybody drops the cup and the dishwasher is empty. And <laughs> I think we're probably readjusting back into open plan, back being in offices, working together, whereas so many people have been working from home for so long. Let's think about maybe our colleagues and what impact we're having on them. Mm. I don't know, though, blaming the, blaming the pandemic on this, because presumably when these people were living at home, they weren't just throwing their coffee cups into the sink. I don't know. I think that's a very valid possibility. I know that at the end of my day, there could be three of them sitting in the sink any given day. <laughs> so I'm definitely guilty. But when I do go into the shared office, I definitely see the sign up and feel the guilt when I'm the only one about to do it because there's better practices than that there, you know. Yeah. Is it now, in in this kind of scenario, would it be better to have in that kind of, and we've exactly the same setup here, it's a big open plan, to have one person who's in charge of that kitchen, not that they have to do the tidy enough, but, you know, the person with a big stick to tell people to uh, uh, to be a bit considerate of others. I think in most offices, there is somebody who has the responsibility of facilities or just making sure that there is a bit of good practice in relation to that, because let's be honest, we do need to be reminded every so often but where it becomes a kind of a continuance of that issue is now where people are using hot desks. So the desk is shared by lots of people. So whoever's in gets to use whatever desk is available. Yet somebody has left some of their stuff around the place or has taken the cable that you need. So I think we're <laughs> starting to see small little personal conflicts arising because somebody was just inconsiderate and didn't mean any malice or any bad intent, but I think it's just kind of press and pause to kind of say, okay, whatever has happened up to now, let's just do that little bit better for Monday. Yeah. At the same time, I suppose people could argue that I'm employed to do a particular job. I'm not employed to clean a kitchen. And, and you know, they might be busy and, you know, they're rushing in between calls. So they kind of uh, uh, throw the cup in the sink and, uh, uh, and because they just don't have time to do anything else. Yeah, and I think there's a difference between don't have time and don't actually see the difference between the sink and the dishwasher being like a five-second difference in (laughs) that task. So I think we can all make excuses for what we find to be the norm we might be used to. But I do think it's just a little bit of consideration. And we're all adults. I mean, everybody knows the right and wrong thing to do. But ultimately, you know, we're starting to notice that small interpersonal conflicts are starting to arise where people are just kind of inconsiderate to somebody else, whether it's over speaking really, really loudly while somebody's doing a call and you're in an open plan office. Again, forgetting about the fact that 
you're actually not at home. So use the headset or see is there maybe a pod or a boost that you can have if the call is going to be maybe a little bit louder than what is appropriate in open plan. So open plan back into shared space, shared kitchens, etc., is just a, a little bit of a transition. And a lot of people have been working remotely, particularly over the summer, but from September now, we'll be back into that hybrid. So I think it's a very timely reminder for many. Yeah. Is there an argument for actually in, you know, for new employees' induction that you have to include a component that includes some of these things we've been talking yeah, about? Yeah, I think in many environments, they do include that etiquette piece particularly around how to work best in an open plan. Like a lot of people now find that when they've come from working from home to working in the office, that the background noise is very distracting. A lot of people who might have neurodiversity needs have asked to use earphones, for example, in the open plan because they find that amount of noise and distraction really hard to concentrate. So I think we need to have an open mind on how do we support our team to maximise their potential in this new kind of world of work where open plan, shared space, etc. is a lot more common now. Do you think post-it notes help or, or, or hinder? You know, you might open up a fridge and there's a series of sarcastic post-it notes saying this is my cheese or, or you know, where's, yeah. where's the milk gone? I'm hoping that it doesn't come to that because I do think that in itself can cause its own problems. I'm a milk drinker. And I often, you know, I'm hopeful that there is milk in the fridge because many people don't (laughs) take milk anymore. So, you know, but I do think it's kind of making sure that there's these are the basics that we expect in a work environment that will run smoothly. Like there's nothing nicer than the cuppa and the milk being available. So I think for most organisations, they have a bit of a system to make sure those things are in place. But I think it's all of our shared responsibility then to kind of just be considerate, whether that's the volume of our voices, whether that's the tidiness of the desk, whether that's the kitchen etiquette, etc. You know, that it just adds to the collegiality and that piece where we just all get on that little bit more harmonious in the work environment. Yeah, the the, the desks is a thing too. Uh, and now, especially in here, we would get sent in a lot of stuff, like mostly books and the like. And you'll see some desks that have this mountainous piles uh, of books on them that are tottering quite, you know, possibly dangerously uh, because the poor person who's <laughs> at the desk has nowhere else to put them, I suppose. Yeah, uh, um, but like most things, if we don't use it within a timeline, then it actually is something that's probably never going to actually get used. So I think sometimes it's kind of making a decision, isn't it, to say, is this actually something I'm going to need or I'm going to use? Many offices as well have gone completely paperless now. Mm. So it avoids that need of the piles of paper around the place. And it's funny when you have to go paperless, it's amazingly how well you do it. Whereas, again, you'd put the barriers in place but a lot of offices, the paperless is due to GDPR. We saw, heard on the news there that the notebook went missing on the roof of the car and stuff like that. So again, it's there's so many reasons why paperless is the way to go, including the tidiness of one's desk. Do you ever suspect, though, that there's, there's something psychological going on in that people might work, you know, the, the way people act at work is not the way... You know, they they wouldn't leave their own homes in that kind of a state, but somehow it doesn't matter in the office. 
I think for most people, it's the standard you set, the standard you get. And I think if you have kind of good practices in place and we remind people of them, I think it doesn't become an issue. But for some people, they mightn't realise that their untidiness, that their desk is having an impact on you or the fact that their voice might be just extra loud and it's causing a distraction for you when you're trying to work. So psychic communication doesn't work, where sometimes we just need to say it very nicely so that the person is aware that they're having an impact in relation to how they work and how that's impacting somebody else. Yeah, this is a question that's come up before on the show. What if you're sitting beside somebody who stinks a bit? That's always one that has, you know, caused problems because of the sensitivity, etc. And more and more we're seeing that it has resolved itself a lot in many scenarios. But if somebody is like cycling to work or running to work, etc., if they don't have shower facilities, once they're showering at home, etc., it shouldn't become an issue like that. So I think it's encouraging self-awareness and just putting little reminders to say, you know, look, if you have runners, you know, cycle to work, quick little reminder to make sure that you're changed and you're fresh and clean for, you know, your colleagues. And I think that sometimes is a necessity because there is nothing worse. Sure, there isn't. No, no, not at all. And but uh, invariably, it seems to be the person who doesn't see a problem. They maybe can't smell it themselves. They mightn't even have, you know, run or cycled into work. They're just a bit stinky. Yeah, uh, well. That's a very I delicate think, one, I imagine. Yeah, absolutely. But again, it's like a communication doesn't work. This is a real issue if they're going to be working and sitting next to somebody. And I think once it's handled in a confidential, sensitive, empathetic way, then it's just dealt with. And it's a case saying, look, we just need to have this conversation for your personal benefit. And look, you know, we've it addressed now and look, that'll be the end of it. Most people say it'll be cringy for the person having the conversation and the person hearing it. But then it's dealt with and we all move on. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, Hopefully. Uh, uh, Because you can easily offend someone there. Caroline, thanks a million uh, for speaking with us today. Pleasure as always, Sean. Uh, Thank you. That was Caroline Reedy there, Managing Director of the HR Suite. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.